1: on everybody welcome into episode number 585 of underground sports philadelphia presented by the city of vineland it's kb coming at you from underground studios and joining me like he does every sunday night on these monday episodes by the time you guys are listening to them the people's champ the host with the most mr patty pitts who's ready for hockey season uh i'm ready
0: for anything that's not patriots football season I refuse to wear any football attire right now. I know that's kind of what my segment is based off of, but guess what? It's nonsense. It's uh, basically how I feel right now after watching both my teams play today. My team in the morning. I don't know. I, I just let's move on to other sports and grander things.
1: It is. This is really it. mid-November, and the Patriots are dead, uh,
0: dude. Six feet under.
1: Just so with arms wide open.
0: No, they're shut. I have no I would love to play along here and sing, but no. They they are bad. They're in timeout. I can't stand my football team. It is We do owe
1: the people uh this was not publicized on the pod, but it was in our text messages. We owe the people uh some creed karaoke. Because we It will uh, happen. Last week we forgot to uh have the eulogy of snakes dead um so we'll have that at the end of the pod uh as the rangers won the world series obviously old news but we still gotta pour one out for the dead snakes um eagles were on a bye so it was a stress-free sunday in the philadelphia south jersey and delaware areas uh got to just take in the rest of the league and man I have some takes on the NFL. You got um, let down. We'll talk some NFL. We'll talk some NBA as the Sixers win again tonight as we record this Sunday night. Tyrese Maxey is the truth. The truth. The truth is on fire. Uh, we'll talk some Flyers hockey. We'll, we'll get a little brink bonk bump because it was... Excessive bonk hours this week on the internet, right across the head, just doing all of you out there. You sick, sick, sickos, people. you sickos. You sick um, dogs. and we'll just have some fun like we always do. But before we get into everything, make sure you guys are following us on the socials Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, threads at underground PHI. Uh, You can follow Pitsy on Twitter at Pat underscore Pits. You can follow me at KBIZZL311. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast feed on Apple, Spotify, or wherever the heck you decide to get your podcast in audio form. It goes a long way for helping this show continue to grow and hit new milestones. Helps us do more dope stuff like we have planned coming up in the next month or so uh a little hashtag up to something season on the way uh so go subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and uh gotta give a shout out to the boys once again the top ends boys keep making the charts all around the world they're like the red hot chili peppers um they this week are still currently in the top 100 on the apple podcast soccer charts in greece And they were on the Apple Podcast charts in Greece for all of sports this week as well. Uh, So shout out to the Toppins boys.
0: I wish I knew some Greek, but I don't. It's all Greek to me.
1: They were number 210 on the Greek sports chart. That's That's all sports. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. good. Get them to the Greek. Um, So. Go subscribe, and then, of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. We're really close to some more milestones. We're 76 subscribers away. Shout out to the Sixers from 700. We're trying to get there before Thanksgiving, so let's make that happen. Let's have something to be thankful for. Go subscribe. It's your full video episodes of this show twice a week, every week, every show on our network, live streams. We have a live stream coming up on Tuesday night. Big collabo! it's 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 the ultimate team up event it is getting the hole meets under f1 underground meets streamer season uh as we have the Netflix cup which is the drive to survive f1 drivers playing golf against the full swing boys that is the most that is that's like awesome that's a hell of a team up event I mean, Live streamed on Netflix Tuesday night.
0: It's going to be awesome. That's the equivalent of the That's So Sweet Life of Hannah Montana right there. That's, <laughs> talk about it's your crossover. Man.
1: Very excited for that. Uh, Tuesday night, exclusively on the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. So go subscribe uh and of course this show is presented by the city of vineland and the city of vineland municipal calendar features city organized city sponsored and city affiliated events that are of public interest the calendar which is accessible at vinelandcity.org is a good way for residents and visitors to build awareness remain engaged with city government and participate in local events you can also follow the city of vineland on social media via their facebook instagram linkedin and youtube pages Through these tools, you can stay connected to the community and get important announcements about programs and services offered by the city. Finally, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems, who just re-upped with us once again. They have been one of our proud sponsors since the jump. They have been supporting us since year one. Uh, And Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. Pitsy, the NFL. It's brought to you by our pals at PHI Apparel Company. Our exclusive merch partners you want to stand out in the crowd i saw the marvels this week we have a full-on review on the most recent episode of streamer season you know what i was wearing my underground sports philadelphia hoodie because it's hey. that comfortable it's that warm it's perfect hoodie season weather get your hoodies we got some stuff hopefully dropping before black friday so that you guys can gear up get some new merch from us we're working on some new things as well for the holiday season you want to stand out in the crowd at the link the Wells Fargo Center, the bar, the local watering Hole, or just hanging out with your friends and fam, PHI Apparel Company is going to help you do that. Go to phiapparel.co, use code underground for 10% off any and all merch orders. Most effective way to support us monetarily. Tag us when you get your merch, show us your merch, flex that merch, we wanna see where you're rocking it from. It's phiapparel.co, code underground, 10% off your order. Birds were on a bye this week, so it was a nice little put-my-feet-up and just have seven hours of uninterrupted commercial-free football starts the now. Uh, Shout-out Sky Hanson. Uh, dream guest for this pod, obviously. We dream mentioned that in the guest. last episode. Um, so the Eagles, we got to kick back, kind of look at playoff scenarios and watch some of these teams uh, do their thing. Um, didn't go our way in a lot of instances, though. Uh, in some ways it did some ways it didn't. Uh, the Jaguars absolutely shit the bed against the 49ers. Um, the, the lions That's end one. up winning, which I was fine with because I placed a responsible wager on the lions minus two and a half. So them to win was, was great for me and my wallet. Um, there you go. The, the Giants were a joke. We'll talk about them later on. Uh, but the Seahawks came through and beat the Commanders, which was nice. Um, but otherwise, a very weird week uh, 10 of the NFL. Bears-Panthers, that should have been the omen that this was going to be a weird week because that was the you Thursday can't. night game. Yeah, you, I'm you working can't. with a theory that the Thursday night game kind of sets the tone for what type of week it's going to be in the NFL
0: that's a good that's a good little thought process to have, especially with how awful the Thursday night game was to the point where I, I I'll be honest with you Kyle I didn't watch it we, we had worked the next morning needed to get up that early and then you know who on did top watch it
1: that, who 9.6 million Americans which was 0.5 more million Americans than those who watched the World Series.
0: Dude, that's such a kick in the dick to the MLB that people would rather watch a randomized matter matchup of the Bears and Panthers over your, uh, you know, quote-unquote best game of the year. Like championship game decides the ultimate winner of the league that season, and you, you can't muscle up more viewers than jim mcmahon 2.0 versus bryce young and that whatever travesty
1: is going on in carolina
0: that's wow that's bad you know that's what the mlb
1: bad. ratings were we're asking can what? you take, take me, me higher higher. <speaking> to a place <speaking> where, where blind men see, see. <speaking> Let's go there. Let's go there. Can you take me higher? Dude. One of the few times I'll shout out the Texas Rangers, one, for beating that joke of a team, the Arizona Diamondbacks, stinks. How do they feel? Um, the fact that they use Creed as their rallying cry song, and now Creed's going on tour next year <laughs> What a reunion they tour. They started
0: the tour. They kicked. They, they took Creed tour. higher. They did with those with that to I'm... a
1: place where blind men see.
0: You have to have at least one Texas Ranger guy at least like per state or when you're in Texas, come out and sing with them. You have to. It's insane. It's for the clip, for the clip.
1: Oh. Uh, shout out Creed.
0: I, I, who doesn't like Creed? Like who Ballad. doesn't? I actually, fun fact, cleared out a bar with my performance of Creed. I sang with arms wide open.
1: With arms wide open. I
0: I sang that at karaoke at Sissy K's in Boston, and I had the entire down downstairs floor. Uh, go to the bathroom, go to the bar, like just complete no reaction. And the one way that got everyone back was a dude who went two people after me star saying crazy rap by afro man (laughs) and got everybody in the place singing again and oh it was
1: hell of a, a turn of events i'll tell you that have you seen uh the TikTok of i'm gonna i'm gonna send this to you um because this video is just unbelievable um and I need right. your just genuine on-screen reaction. I'm texting it to you right now. It's this guy who did a duet and like sings Creed, and it's the greatest thing ever. I need Creed to bring this guy out on stage with them on their tour <laughs> because. Oh yeah, Drew... I've seen him.
0: Oh man, well that's just impressive. That feat of the dude with the
1: the ice gets better.
0: <laughs> to element of surprise
1: what the <laughs> <laughs> that was a surprise to me cuz that wasn't in the original video i watched <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh... That was that, that shocked I me. I love that video, though, of that guy singing Creed side-by-side side with the ice just getting shattered. Oh, my um, God.
0: And then my head gets shattered to that Nerf gun.
1: <laughs> uh, but the NFL was quite the trip uh, this week. Uh, comebacks stinky. and upsets galore. Um, and I don't know about you, Pitts. I, I've seen a number of people start talking about this and I'm kind of on the same train. It was cool when the NFL did the one off going to London every year. Like the one game over there was kind of like a, a unique little sweet treat, as as the kids say. But now the fact that we're doing it every week and now we're going to Germany every week. No offense to everybody in Europe that wants to see the NFL. I'm it's lost the the allure, in my book. Oh, see, I
0: I, I completely disagree. I love it. it.
1: Is, like they schedule the worst games. The players hate doing it for the most part because of the travel. Your body gets banged up. It's tougher to recover. It's not great for the health wise of your players. I'm I'm just so I'm over the 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 9 a.m. football.
0: See, I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate here because for the fan, it is probably one of the best things you could do business wise. One, you have early morning football, which you're going to get people to watch earlier in the morning, easier transition into the pregame and then all day. Then you're globalizing your sport to make it, you know, that much more popular to eventually maybe even having an international NFL team and having the in the NFL if, if
1: they if I'm going to stop if they do an international NFL team they're doing too much.
0: No, no, inner like not team that plays in the NFL. I'm saying like leagues, like NFL sister brother leagues in well, see, these we, countries. We did that
1: before and it flopped massively.
0: Yeah, but with NFL Europe We do it different thing. now. It was a thing, but you could do it so different now. It's more popular. They did it at a time where it was just like, all right, this is football. It's like, what the hell? I mean, that's like putting a cricket team in America. It's not going to go well, but if you introduce it slowly with these premium events that you go to that happen once a year and then slowly do that over time, you get more and more eyes on it, build stars for the people. I mean, there's a reason why... You have Pat Mahomes and going to Germany now instead of having to go to London. If that's a new country you want to get into, have your biggest star. I I see the big big brain business side of it, which if done correctly could be a very good idea.
1: I just feel like we're shoving football down everyone's throats and we're getting oversaturated with football. Not even just NFL, like all these spring leagues that have reshaped up and come back and now the usfl and the xfl are merging together and it's like can we we just breathe for for 20 seconds and and relax like i just feel like it's so much and like yeah i I can i can commonly tell you i've watched one nfl europe game in the the run that the nfl has gone back to london or germany and it's when the eagles played the jaguars in 2018 or whatever it was because it was my team playing and i had to be up to watch it other than that it's sunday i i am not waking up no offense to you there was no way in hell i was waking up at the ass crack of dawn to watch yeah. colts patriots in germany yeah. no yeah there's there's I no need there. for
0: that I'll agree there because the Patriots suck ass. And the I. The Colts aren't much goes, better. No, they're not. That's the problem. Uh, and usually it is a legendary matchup between those teams from what it was years ago. So you try to bring that award back, and it's just not. I mean, for Garth Panthers
1: Patriots, outscored Colts Patriots by Stop, that's almost so double. That is just fucking nonsense, dude. 29 29 points were scored Thursday Night Football. 16 points were scored in the Germany game today.
0: Well, they just ran the ball up the middle 11,000 times. I kept going up and downstairs, and my dad was just watching it because we're watching two different floors. And he was like, they're just going to keep running it. Run up the middle. That's all they're going to do. It's like, yeah, that's all they know how to do with that bullshit offense led by, you know, senior wasn't, like, wasn't yeah. billy o supposed to be the don't savior? Don't, even, don't even fucking get me started don't you don't you sit here yo shout to out to
1: shout out to friend of the program sarah griffin she's an eagles fan now She has converted and, and come over to the side that has cookies and fun um but she posted the clip of bill o'brien yelling at mac jones and said my dad yelling at me trying to help me with my math homework in fourth grade. That's actually what it felt like. That was a
0: disappointed parent telling his kid why they have to do their homework or why they have to sit quietly in church or something just absolutely ridiculous. And that's what it felt like, dude. I can't. I, I, I can't keep going with this Mac Jones facade like for God's sakes even I traded him in my own Patriots franchise that I do in Madden I have no faith in the dude no one in Patriots nation should have faith in this dude I don't care how bad the offense is but there were some throws today man where if he just threw it a little higher or you know a little higher, I knew that was coming as soon as I said it or even just to a place that blind men see Dude, this blind man yeeted it so far away from where everybody could see. I, I and like the interception, it was the pass to Hunter Henry uh, in the end when they were in the red zone, and he underthrew him so terribly. And then a couple other throws to end the game. Like there was one throw where it was almost intercepted, and he just overthrew him. The dude is just not it. All right, and I've been saying this for so long, and no one wants to listen to the champ. However, when a champ speaks, you listen. So listen to this: Baker Mayfield needs to be the next quarterback of the New England Patriots.
1: Y'all gotta draft a quarterback.
0: No, fuck the draft. I'm so sick of this draft because look what the quarterback situation has brought through the draft in the past few years. Right now, Trevor Lawrence stinks. Trey Lance is irrelevant. Justin Fields is on his, well, next year
1: for the fourth time. Yeah, but look at CJ Stroud proving everybody wrong. That's one. That's one out of
0: how many were drafted over the past two years.
1: Hey, we got Jalen Hurts in
0: 2020. The second round. Okay, two years. So yeah, in 21, I'm saying from when the Patriots, like not Jalen Hurts. So you
1: need quarterbacks drafted since 2021?
0: Yes, because that's where I—that's where my mind is. I'm not going, you know, in the past five years, because that's...
1: All right, that's, so 2021 I mean, had eight quarterbacks taken in the first three rounds. Okay. So Trevor Lawrence. Ass. Mid. Zach Wilson. Terrifying. Ass. Trey Lance. Irrelevant. Ass. Justin Fields. Ass. I think his situation is more ass than he is
0: some some could say the
1: same thing about Mac Jones Mac Jones ass Ass. Kyle Trask Trask Kellen (laughs) Martin who (laughs) and then Davis Mills
0: Davis Mills is the best quarterback out of that entire group quote me on that I'm dead serious
1: then, Davis Mills is the best quarterback out of that group. Your 2022 quarterbacks. These are pretty bad. Right. These are pretty bad. Um Malik Willis. I think you're muted. I moved my mic. I mean, why. Uh Sam Howell. Ass. Yes. Desmond Ritter. <clears throat> Riddler's a better quarterback than he is. Kenny Pickett. Ass with two gloves. Matt Coral. No, not even. Uh, Carson Strong. Nope. Uh, Bailey Zappi. Ass.
0: Brock okay. Purdy. Uh, why is Brock Purdy the best? And what round was he in? Oh, I'm sorry. He was Mr. Irrelevant. So the best quarterback in the past two drafts has been the Mr. Irrelevant pick. And Skyler no. Thompson
1: was also drafted in twenty Great.
0: Point taken. Point to me that the draft does not prove anything. Go out and get a 29-year-old Baker Mayfield. He'll
1: play for five seasons. Hey, I got to say, 2023 class, though, not, not too shabby from what we've seen. This is 2023. Bryce Young, I don't think his situation is the best. He's got a bad coach. I'm not, yeah, I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to call him. Ass, He's in a but... shitty situation right now. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, no. C.J. Stroud looks incredible. Yeah, the anomaly. Uh, Anthony Richardson was looking kind of nice before he got hurt. Yeah, Jerry's still out on him. Uh, not going to say anything. Jerry,
0: Jerry's still out. Will Levis hasn't been terrible. I just don't like the Titans. I, I just think that he, they're just so mid and he is. He also just is not in like the it. most ideal situation. That's what I'm saying. He's just like, but like, he's he just like. He hasn't looked lo- bad. He threw four touchdowns the other night. Like other uh, weekend. I mean. Hendon Hooker. Golf. That's. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Tennessee guy. Yeah. He's like cool. I don't really. I don't have an opinion on him.
1: Um. He was good in college and then he got hurt in college. That's why he was Yeah, but
0: he's a backup to golf. Like he hasn't there's been no reason for him to go in and prove anything yet.
1: Uh Aiden O'Connell. Raiders new starter.
0: I mean the dude is three points in one half of Sunday night football, so
1: um Stetson Bennett. He's twenty nine. <laughs> 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 Stetson Bennett is the ideal Patriot quarterback.
0: No, shut up. Just shut. No, <laughs> I'm not, not going into that. Tell narrative. me I'm wrong. No, I Baker Mayfield. That's who I want. Uh, if there's anyone who understands the troubles that Mac Jones has dude, gone through and Dorian Thompson, better.
1: Dorian Thompson Robinson. He's oh not good either. Uh, I, I mean, I Max Duggan. Eagles drafted Tanner McKee. These are just names. You were just throwing out
0: random names.
1: Tanner McKee looked kind of good in the preseason. Not going to lie. A lot of people say he should have taken over second string quarterback duties for Marcus Mariota.
0: <laughs> I think anyone else should be quarterback over Marcus Mariota. But no, it is a go get Baker Mayfield free agent and then go draft a tackle and Marvin Harrison Jr. And then oh. you already have. Looking at Tank right
1: now things are shifting a bit. Right now, the Bears, via the Panthers, have the number one pick. Being Caleb Williams, which I don't know if I would want Caleb Williams right now. No, Um, I I want nothing to do with Caleb Williams. The Giants would now have the number two pick. They They would draft a quarterback. They have them drafting Drake May, which I don't know how that fits because they just gave Daniel Jones the bag.
0: Yeah, but Daniel Jones proved to not be the guy well i don't know i uh, he's not that guy pal he's not he's that not guy. he's not but
1: are you really gonna if you're the giants you're really gonna go through that again you have to so uh number three is the cardinals they have them taking marvin harrison jr which I hope why? God does not happen because why my boy deserves better than going to play for jonathan gannon I wouldn't uh, even I'm
0: not even trying to say this is a biased patriots fan that wants Marvin Harrison Jr. What sense does that make for the Cardinals to go get him? The Cardinals should like like that makes no sense
1: I think for the Cardinals to upgrade a position like I think that. it's one cuz the two quarterbacks that are the consensus like best in the draft go before them, but I think this is also pegging in a potential factor that Kyler Murray stays in Arizona. If you're the Cardinals, how do you keep Kyle Amari in your organization?
0: What they? they lost today, right?
1: No, they won those bums. I those don't want Jonathan Cannon right? to ever see happiness, and Arthur Smith should not have a job.
0: Arthur Smith not having a job is just straight nepotism.
1: Like, he's just coasting. Uh, The number four pick belongs to your New England Patriots, Pitsy.
0: Yeah, they should be drafting either Marvin Harrison Jr. or a tackle, and I refuse to say any... Agree with any other decision
1: right now. Tankathon, shout out to the homies over there. Have you still taking Brock Bowers? Um, who's that? The tight end from Georgia.
0: Why are we taking a tight end? Why would we? What, like, what, what sense does that make? All the problems that we have, it's like, oh, let's draft a tight end. How we already have two of them that are better than the offense. Why add a rookie in there? Why not add the – like, what that is the stupidest. It's also very funny because
1: right after that, it's the Bears and the Packers, and they both are pegged to take offensive tackles. Now, okay, here's my thing.
0: Tangathon, I don't want to, like, come at them, like, right at their necks. Are they going off base? Is it projections because of draft history? Like, the Patriots would just draft one there because they have no idea what they're doing? Or is it, like, actual serious analysis?
1: The series uh, analysis makes no sense. Team needs are factored into the mock. Um, but it's not necessarily like the end all be all. Yeah, I think it's just the, based on like like with the two quarterbacks going, that's why the Cardinals take Marvin Harrison Jr. and stuff like that.
0: I just don't agree. If they take a tight end, I will literally blow my brains to Mars. I like that uh, I can't I can't with this team, man. I can't.
1: Has the Bucs taken a quarterback? So that may work out for you taking Brock Bowers, and then you have Baker Mayfield throwing ball to Baltimore.
0: But if but Baker needs a legit star, Brock look Bowers at every star.
1: I'll, no. I'll tell you that much. From from he Roseman been drafting Georgia boys, the Philly Dogs, get your shirts. Philly Dogs, PHI apparel. Um, Brock Bowers is a legitimate star. Yeah, but
0: we have tight ends that are like. Fine for the system, and there's no need to upgrade that position. You have wide receivers that it's basically a wasteland of depth at the uh, wasteland of depth. I, I, I can't, we there needs to be change in the Patriots organization, and there's just no change at all. And the fact that I'm sitting here saying that there needs to be, change I think they also have you
1: taking Brock Bowers because Hunter Henry's a free agent after the year, but like. I I don't
0: care it's still like re-sign him or get another tight end like trade for Kyle Pitts at this point dude you need to like trade for Kyle Pitts because there's nothing else that they're going to do for him in Atlanta that you couldn't do for him up here and then if you sign Baker then it's a cheap contract you put all that money towards like there's a lot you can do here and you're just not doing it because you're stuck in your old ways like it's it's <sighs> hey at least we know bill's still horny dude he was actually in my he was in the running for my bonk of the week but <laughs> we'll talk we about that him. later in the show we, we, we moved him
1: uh rest of the nfl roundup now that i let pitts air his grievances and his dude it's so and...
0: oh my god dude i i envy you i understand now i empathize with all my peeps that are not New England Patriots fans, what you experienced for years, or at least a taste of it, with how we're playing right now, because, it, like, uh, how... Watching other teams like the Eagles, the Chiefs, uh, the what Lions... What you're going through
1: right now was 2012 for me. The oh, last year of Andy Reid. It it's
0: so frustrating, dude, because they could be so good, and they're just not doing anything about it
1: at all uh, speaking of the Eagles uh, former Eagles special teams coordinator and head coach of the Ravens uh, they choked today and the Browns beat them 33-31 um, when they were up like by multiple scores ridiculous uh the Steelers beat the Packers 23 to 19 we got a 23-19. 23-19. we got a 2319 uh, we gotta make we gotta make that a thing that has to be... Anytime... That's like our score, Gami. Anytime there's a 23-19, we just got to tweet the clip of George. That's my dude. That's all-time favorite our movie. That is an all-time clip, too. We have a 23-19,
0: 23-19. 23-19!
1: Shout out to CDA. Um, Steelers, though, might be the dumbest team in football. Yeah. They have, been, they have been outscored and outgained... Or not outscored. They've been outgained... In yards. Yards in every game this year. They're 6-3. and three. And they're 6-3. and Shout
0: out Mike Tomlin, honestly. Like that, that's the difference. People who try
1: to talk shit on Mike Tomlin are crazy. He's one will, of the coaches in the it. NFL history.
0: Don't allow it. I, as much as I may or may not like the Steelers, depending on the day, you, you cannot argue with the success that Mike Tomlin has had and the shit that he's had to go through to still maintain it. It's insane. So good.
1: So good. Um like I mentioned the 49ers beat the Jaguars 34 to 3. Vikings beat the Saints 27-19. We saw Jameis Winston in that game. Um that was like a battle of mid. Josh Dobbs, hashtag good.
0: I would I would kill for Josh Dobbs to be the Patriots quarterback right now. Like dirty things.
1: Uh CJ Stroud, rookie of the year question mark.
0: Yeah, at this point, boy, the Texans are
1: playing. It's they win thirty to twenty-seven back-to-back comeback wins for them. Uh, Shout was... out Tank
0: Dell, he's so great. Good. I love Tank Dell. Great name.
1: I love Tank Dell. Do you know Those his are... real first name?
0: Oh, it's it's not Tank. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> it's not Tank. Darn. <laughs> D rats. Wait, that's.
1: No, do you know his his real name? Oh, I thought thought you were about to say his name was Derat. No, what's his name? Oh, you imagine? Uh, Nathaniel. Good job on him by going by Tank. No,
0: that's cooler. That's so you can't know. Nathaniel is a very just mid, very vanilla name. Tank is, I'm an NFL player, and I score touchdowns.
1: Yes, he's so fun. The Texans receivers as a whole are very fun. Nico Collins. The Texans are fun. That That was- that was the most exciting texans Bengals game ever oh easily that was traditionally your saturday at noon wild card we've (laughs) come a long
0: way we've came a long way to having that game be a
1: banger it's nice uh bucks beat the titans 20 to 6 Shout out baker mayfield Lions beat the Chargers forty-one thirty-eight. How Brandon Staley still has a job at this point blows my mind. My Motor City Kitties, baby. How Brandon Find Staley a way to win. has a job is crazy. Yeah, I don't. I don't. How are you? Him, how do I, you predicate I... yourself as a defensive coach and you still have a job the way that you coach? I'm sorry.
0: I it's it's so
1: sad because the Chargers could be so good without him. Mm-hmm.
0: He's really he. I if. You would have asked me what is one thing holding back the Chargers from being a legit contender. It is their head coach.
1: Can I I thought
0: Kel, I... Kel-, Kel- should be the head coach. Kel- Not Kelamon, Kel, Moore. Mon, Kel- Moore. Sorry, you um, put KM, whatever. Can I what?
1: can I can I fancy you in a list, Pitsy? Oh I love lists. Yeah. Here here's here's a fun list from this is from CBS Sport. In Incredible. America. Uh Jason Lockham to be exact. Okay. Uh, back in the year of our Lord 2021, mm-hmm. NFL head coaches that were hired in 2021. This is mm-hmm. how he ranked them. Ready? Number one, Brandon Staley. Number two, Urban Meyer. Oh. Number three, Nick Sirianni. Oh. Number okay. four, Dan Campbell. Oh. Number five, Arthur Smith. Number six, Bob Salah, because I refuse to call him Robert. Number seven, David Cully. And those were your seven. He was the one and done for the Texans.
0: The dude with the. Oh, no, that was Lovey Smith. That was the beard. He was was the old guy.
1: The old guy that was their coach for a year, and then they fired him for Lovey.
0: That's terrible. To have Urban Meyer, too. Over Nick Sirianni and Dean Campbell, maybe the most laugh-out-loud aspect of that.
1: And Sports Illustrated also had a list like this. Grading the the coaches. I'm I'm waiting for it. With a grade of an A, Bob Salah. Jury's still out on that. I'll give Bob's a lot.
0: You know, I I, I want to be. He's not that out. guy,
1: pal. He's not. Now, that
0: guy. I I don't know the d- dude. The Jets are a lot better coached and
1: better than the Patriots right now.
0: That uh, that pained me to say. I felt like I just took a shot to the chest saying the Jets are a better team than the Patriots.
1: With a grade of an A minus, Brandon Staley. It's With a grade damn. of a B plus. Arthur Smith, oh, man. with a grade of a B. Urban Meyer, with a grade of a B minus. Nick Sirianni, with a grade of a C plus. Dan Campbell, Sports Illustrated don't know ball, and with a grade of a D plus. David Cully
0: Yeah, that's fine. Dan Campbell got a C plus and Sirianni got a B minus which are effectively
1: the same grades
0: I know that shout out to my school history (laughs) so um yeah I have a problem
1: with that for the
0: sheer fact that uh they don't know what they're talking about and I you can tell by the results of that if you look at the only two coaches there that I would say of stature are Nick Sirianni and Dan Campbell those two teams right now, in my opinion, are the two best teams in the NFL. I mean, it's insane, those lists. And the fact that Brandon Staley is the top of those and where the Chargers are and where they could be, it's just embarrassing.
1: It's crazy that people freaked out so much about Nick Sirianni's introductory press conference.
0: It was a bad look. And I claim that, that he was
1: going to be a bad coach simply based off a of one press conference. And look at him now. I don't Dang. know if. It, can you name five other head coaches you would rather have coaching your team than Nick Sirianni? Dan I don't Campbell. I think so. I'd rather have. Sir I'm Sirianni, thinking. I'd rather me. Dan
0: Campbell. I, I think they're I, kind
1: of in the same. It, it just depends
0: camp. on the type of coaching style. Like, I, I want to. Like I, I view can...
1: that, like, if you're looking at a tier list, Dan Campbell and Sirianni are in the same tier for me.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. Same tier. It's, I'm Dan Campbell. I've I worked around my best working days in whatever job I was in are when I had a Dan Campbell type of leader. Um, and I kind of have one now. So I would agree. There. I don't
1: know if I would take any coach in the NFL right now over Sirianni.
0: Only like, one I can think of right now is Dan Campbell. Like... And, like, I don't even want Belichick.
1: Sirianni has led the Eagles to franchise records for a team that's been around since 1933. They've gone 8-1 and one in back-to-back seasons for the first time in franchise history. That's wild. Like, sure, it starts with the players on the field, but they also got to be coached well. If you're not coached well, you're not doing that. Sirianni is an unbelievable coach, fits this city perfectly, and the fact that he continues to get disrespected and gets, like, zero... Do you find it, as an outsider looking Mm -hmm. in, do you find it wild that Nick Sirianni does not get anywhere near the notoriety he should in terms of Coach of the Year mentions?
0: Mentions, yes. I was also going to say... Not saying that, like,
1: he should win, but, like, whenever people bring up Coach of the Year, especially this year, like, they, they don't even mention Nick Sirianni team has the best fucking record in the nfl we're not mentioning that as coach of the year candidate
0: now do you think that's because the eagles have just been consistently good and when you go for coach of the year you want to find a coach that's brought a team from the ashes and
1: but it's so weird that we look at it that way for coach of the year but when it comes to mvp it's always just whoever the best quarterback was which I don't think well, the whole be the case.
0: Quarterback, the whole, that's, that's a whole other discussion that I, I saw you and Matt talk about is how it's really became a quarterback-dominant award.
1: Like, Adrian Peterson I, I was disagree. the last non-quarterback to win. And that was in 2012. It's been a decade.
0: Yeah, and there needs to be change there. Like, if Tyreek Hill hits 2,000 yards, he absolutely should be Like, MVP. the fact that
1: Cooper Cup didn't win the MVP when he hit the Triple Crown is crazy.
0: That's another mind-boggling one. Tyreek Hill, not is my I think pick this year that should win it.
1: If he and AJ Brown both eclipse two thousand yards, they should at least be nominated.
0: Oh, whoever you know, it, 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 I don't care who hits two two thousand yards. Whoever hits two thousand yards needs to be at least uh, close to winning. I would know. fuck it should win. They absolutely should win. I don't know why we're. We're even having this conversation. Like it's This crazy. is a different league now. Offense is reliant on wide receivers, not like how it used to be where it was the quarterbacks that did the work. I mean, look at quarterbacks now and mm-hmm. how dependent they are on their star wideouts. Mac Jones is a good quarterback. Yeah, right. Like, I, I mean, just like, I don't know. I, I, I'm going on tangents, but pretty I'm much. I'm going to pull up
1: The odds here for Coach of the Year, just to tickle my fancy, and just see where things are sitting right now, because I do find it interesting. All right, so oh, they don't even have them listed on here, of course. But you know what I do love? I bet on AJ Brown to be MVP at plus twenty five thousand odds, and right now he's plus seventy five hundred. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. But I do find it weird that Nick Sirianni just doesn't get any type of recognition for how good of a fucking coach he is. Um, The rest of... Here we go. NFL Coach of the Year odds. Let's take a look. Uh, This is as of six days ago. Uh, Right now, it is Nick Sirianni's plus 1,400 odds tied with kevin o'connell of the minnesota vikings and robert salah of the new york jets that's no in front of no. those three mike mcdaniel of the miami okay. Dolphins at plus 450 yeah d'amico ryan's at plus 400
0: and Is who i Texans think coach yeah okay then yeah and who i go. think
1: should win it at plus 210 dan campbell
0: Dan Campbell absolutely should win Coach of the Year this year. Not even close. That's not. But the fact that Sirianni's
1: close. like, doesn't even get mentioned in the same breath as Dan Campbell, D'Amico, Mike McDaniel. Even I feel like we talk about Robert Sala's Coach of the Year, more than Nick year. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. And Sala's sitting on a nice four and four record. Yeah. That will be five and four after to tonight. Like,
1: well, I'm amazed to be seen. He's only up by three at halftime. Uh, I don't have any faith in the Raiders. I have a zero faith in the Raiders, so. But the Lions get a big win. The Cardinals, I never want Jonathan Gannon to experience happiness, yet they win today, 25-23. Uh, but on the flip side, I spin-zoned it. He won't experience happiness because he won, so now he's worsening his odds of the Cardinals getting the number one overall pick. So, fuck you, Jonathan Gannon. I don't want you to ever experience happiness in your life. Great spin zone, uh, great spin zone. The Cowboys, the, the announcers on that game, should be suspended for weeks because the dick riding they were doing for the Cowboys as they were playing the Tommy DeVito led New York Giants was pathetic.
0: That's our King. Tommy DeVito is our King.
1: Let's let's talk a little bit. We'll talk Tommy DeVito in just a second. And then to wrap up the Seahawks beat the commanders 29, 26. Thank you, Gino. Um, Tommy DeVito was catching strays this week on the internet. It's brought to you by our pals, at security 21 security systems patty pitts who just re-upped with us they've been a longtime sponsor of underground sports philadelphia and have supported us since the jump they're a first generation family owned and operated security installation and service provider offering physical and electronic security and surveillance systems uh vince and jerry riley owners of security 21 have each have over 25 years of experience in the electronic security and cable television industries and they founded the company all the way back in March of 2005. Check them out at home security slash security 21 LLC. Uh, big shout out to them. They are the best. Um, Tommy DeVito was catching strays for no good reason. People talking no about him still living at home. Shout out. Look at us. We have something in common with an NFL quarterback. That's pretty cool. Look at that. Both uh, live in our parents' basements. We love it. Look at that. Uh, Tommy DeVito is 25 years old. He was an undrafted free agent who would have never in his while he is living the record scratch life where the record scratches, and he says, you're probably wondering how I ended up here. That's what Tommy DeVito is doing. And I never like to stand up for an Eagles division rival. tommy devito deserves some respect the amount of people clowning my man for still living at home and not understanding that him saying his mom still cooks for him and makes his bed and everything was clearly a joke he was just playing into it was so tone deaf of people online if people just didn't get the whole fact that i mean
0: he's in a. He's living at home with his parents. He has those little perks that you you get. And maybe it's not the worst thing in the world because look how expensive it is to go out and live on your own right now.
1: And as somebody who lives in the state of New Jersey, and I enjoy living here. I live in South Jersey. Tommy DeVito is living in North Jersey. North Jersey is... It might as well be a different state than South Jersey. The cost of living in this country right now is... Asa nine, Asa ten, Asa eleven, Asa twelve, and even Asa thirteen. My man is on a one-year seven hundred fifty thousand dollars contract. Now, before you come for me in the comments or come for me if we post this as a clip, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars is a lot of money for the normal common man. Myself and Pat Pitts included. The things we could do with three quarters of a million dollars I is a lot. A, lot. I a lot. Also, got to factor in taxes. To that $750,000, which is probably about 40% of that, if not a little more. The cost of living everywhere is crazy. But you're talking about a kid who, and I say kid in the terms of athlete, he's 25, fresh out of college, is living in a New York sports market. That's going to be expensive.
0: That lifestyle doesn't fit the paycheck. It doesn't.
1: My man man is being smart and calculated. He's trying to fulfill his dream of being an NFL quarterback at any level and doing the financially smart thing by not going and purchasing an expensive-ass apartment and paying crazy rent or buying a house that he's not going to be able to afford in two years. Living at home at age 20, there's nothing to be ashamed about that for. And there's nothing to clown people for with that. Like, I'm fucking 30 years old and I still live with my parents. No shame. And thank goodness I have supportive-ass parents. Otherwise, I'd be Squidward begging for spare change in a box.
0: Yeah, I'll go the opposite of that where I I, I live at home with my parents still, obviously. Um, It is... I'm learning every day that I'm here that I am more of a service than a disservice to them with how much I do around the house for them. I mean, humble brag. We have a pool. My dad is 69 years old trying to take care of that pool on his own. It's a little, it's a little too much for a man that age to be vacuuming a pool and taking care of it. And so that's how I pay my dues. And then, Oh yeah, I live in new England. Our winters, Suck. How do you think they're gonna shovel their way out? Not only shoveling the snow, but then the technology is like, it's it's. You pay you pay your way in different ways, essentially. And it, it's at this stage in life, I feel like he's probably going through the same little trials and tribulations that we go through with our parents on needing help for things because technology is such a bitch. Uh, you know, he's definitely doing chores around the house too to help his parents. Like, it's little stuff like that where, just because you are an NFL athlete or a professional athlete in general, it doesn't take away that it may be a good thing for the family that you're home because you don't know any, you don't know everybody's living situation.
1: It was also just weird that that like news that he lives at home still made its way. To the public via Adam Schefter. Like, I love Schefter, but, like, what are we doing?
0: Slow news day. That's a slow news day.
1: Um. So, yeah. Shout out Tommy DeVito. He's doing his best. The poor kid, like, got absolutely mutilated by the Cowboys today, and that's no fault of his own, really. It's Brian Dable might be the most overrated former Coach of the Year winner. You want to talk about a joke? The Giants are a fucking joke again. Same old Giants. Whip out the Wii remotes and start doing your... Start doing your scouting, just like Dave Gettleman used to do. You fucking clowns! It's so funny to me how the Giants fans are so delusional and just don't realize that last season was the anomaly to what the Giants truly are.
0: There's less than mid. That's just how I describe them. There's there's no flavor. There's no, you know, spice around them where you feel like they're going to be a contender. You know, it's idea of spices, salt and pepper. Every year, it's the same thing, (laughs) it's the same thing, dude. Just basic ass
1: salts, terrible. Um, Pitsy, are you ready for some power rankings? Yeah, I'm gonna give Pits the stage. But before we do, it's brought to you by our pals over at Dubby Energy. Keeping Pitsy energized, keeping me energized. They just released, and I think it may be out of stock already. They did one pallet of this flavor, Pits Pomegranate Rose Blossom. That's a mouthful. Fancy. Fancy stuff. Um, I'm going to double check here. No, it is still available. It's a limited time release for Black Friday. Uh, It's called Palm Blossom. Um, you can get it now, but once it's gone, it's gone. Uh, go to w.gg, Check out the palm blossom. Check out the new hydro hydrations. They've got a tub bundle too, Pitsy. You save ten bucks on that tub bundle for the pineberry splash and the watermelonada, which is the watermelon lemonade. Which I know. You're oh, I gotta! Excited about. I gotta!
0: Yeah, I gotta get that.
1: And Pitsy, they also have steel tumblers available.
0: Ooh. Ooh, that's enticing.
1: They also released Blossom Teas and Hoodies to commemorate the new flavor. Plus, they've got the they've got the originals. The Dragonade, the OG flavor. Delicious. The Big Energy Tears. Delicious. That's the Blue Raspberry flavor. Mm-hmm. They got the Beach and Peach, which I've got in the studio right here. It's my personal fave. And they've got the Calio Cream, which is the Orange Cream Skull. And the Galaxy Grenade, which is Pitsy's personal that was my. That was my favorite. Um... So go to uh, W.GG, clean up your energy game. It's all natural energy, coffee, fruit, caffeine. And uh, they're going no jitters, no crash. Keeps Pitsy going throughout the day. Keeps me going when I'm editing and and up late and need a little little boost. And all of their shakers now made in the U.S. of A. W.GG, use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off your order. That's W.GG. Use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off your order. Pitsy, the floor is yours. You tell me when to hit your music.
0: All right, it is time for Patty Pits' Week 10 Power Rankings. Kyle, you can hit my music. All right, shout out to you. Round of applause for you for waking up to that monstrosity of a Germany game into a Sunday night or ending, I mean, with a Sunday night game of Jets-Raiders and then you had to start the week with Bears-Panthers. I mean, you power through it. That's that's strength. Okay, so you make it at number 10. Number 9, the Cowboys, just because you swept the Giants. Good for you. You you deserve to be on the list. I'll give you a 9, but you're not going any higher than that. Number 8, Hollywood. Big week for Hollywood. The writers are back. The Actors are back, which means John Cena is out of the WWE and making movies again Hollywood's so back and we'd love to hear that if you are a member of the Pitts family number seven the Vikings Josh Dobbs making this Vikings team Have a great season or decent season. I mean with Kirk Cousins being out for the year I mean could they seek into a wild card spot at this point anything is up impossible. possible Number six, Seahawks. You beat the Commanders, which helps us out uh, down in Eagles country. So if you beat the Commanders, division or loss, up in division, you know how it works. Uh, Number five, the Bucs. Dude, Baker Mayfield, Mike Evans might be one of the most underrated combinations in the NFC right now. And the fact that Baker Mayfield could be leading the Bucs to a playoff just solidifies my point that the Patriots should just listen to me at this point and um not do whatever they're doing because it's not working uh i'll say it again militia greater than patriots number four texans cj stroud wow man talk about breaking molds i mean the fact that texans are fun and relevant again i didn't think i'd ever see it again in my lifetime so shout out you number three the 49ers just absolutely molly whopping the jaguars and making handsome shrek look like an absolute buffoon i mean with that pose as he threw the pick six just on the ground like that it's that's just trevor lawrence season in a nutshell number two the celtics why because there's no other reason why the celtics are the balls all right winning straight two straight and they're the best boston sports team right now that i uh, uh, that i want to root for and then number one it's my motor city kitties baby Getting the win at SoFi Stadium. Jack Fox kicking it through. Dan Campbell, Coach of the Year. Lions, Lions-Eagles-NFC Championship game is what we all want here in the underground. And you should want it too. Those are my... Run that
1: list back for the people. Give us all 10 right. through
0: 1. 10 through 1, we got the NFL fans, 9 Cowboys, 8 Hollywood, 7 Vikings, 6 Seahawks, 5 Bucks four Texans, three Niners, two Celtics, and one Detroit Lions.
1: So there it is. It's Patty Pitts' power ring is brought to you by Dubby Energy. Let's break in and put the layout back because, speaking of your Boston Celtics, Let's talk some hoops. It's real hooper hours right here on this episode, and it's brought to you by our pals over at Kenwood Beer, the official beer partner of Underground Sports Philadelphia. And you can get Kenwood Beer at the Wells Fargo Center when you're watching the Sixers, when you're watching the Flyers, the Wings who are on their way back in about a month at the Wells Fargo Center. Villanova Basketball. Kenwood Beer, the official beer partner of Underground Sports Philadelphia. Go to KenwoodBeer.com. Use the Kenny Finder. See who's got Kenny's on tap. Or in liquor stores in the Philadelphia, New Jersey, Pittsburgh, or Maryland areas, got to be twenty-one or older to do so, and please drink responsibly. It's four point one percent ABV, just one hundred and twenty calories, only eight grams of carbs. Pitsy, you've had Kennys, delicious,
0: delicious. I wish they had them in Massachusetts.
1: I'm sure they will. In
0: one some day, point.
1: one day. One day, the, uh, the Sixers may be the hottest team in the NBA. Oh, that's subjective. They have won eight games in a row after losing opening night by one. They beat your Boston Celtics, Pitsy, on Wednesday night, 106-103, in one of the more entertaining Sixers-Celtics basketball games we've had in a long time.
0: That was a really good back-and-forth game. That was
1: Uh, And they they come out in winning fashion. They beat the Pistons in the in-season tournament game on Friday. And then they win tonight, 137-126 against the Pacers. As Tyrese, as Joel Embiid dubbed him, the franchise, Maxie, goes and drops a 50-burger on the heads of the Pacers. Career high for Mr. Maxie. I love him. I love him so much. The fact that he fell to pick 21 I love Mike Muscala that much more shout out to him for hitting that amazing shot in the bubble to give the Sixers pick 21 and making the pick convey so that we could draft Tyrese Maxey Joel Embiid has been hooping like he has a new lease on energy and life I think since the system has left the building and gone to LA oh did I mention the Clippers are 0-4 since the trade? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. Fuck you, James Harden.
0: Fuck you, James Harden. I hate James Harden. He is the most overhyped waste of talent I've ever seen.
1: Oh, it's beautiful. Oh my a beautiful god. Thing. That it's makes beautiful me things. so happy, Kyle. Sixers right now. Eight and one. Number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Just real hoopers. In the building, and I got to say, it truly is magical to see what happens when you have a competent head coach at the helm of a basketball team.
0: It makes a difference. It really it really does. Because Doc experience.
1: Rivers was not a competent head basketball coach for the Philadelphia 76ers. And I know he got you guys a championship in 2008, but also look at the players that were on the team. Look at the players. That team, that team was when it didn't matter who was head coach. Doc Rivers was the Joe Girardi of the NBA. Ooh, that's a tough comparison. I stand by that until the day that's I die. Tough comparison. And Nick Nurse has this team playing unbelievable basketball from the young guys to the veterans. Pat Bev. I fucking love Patrick Beverly. I've loved Pat Bev when he was on other teams. And now that he's on my team, he is so fun to fucking root for. He's the
0: guy you want on your team to root for. He is
1: ultimate vibes, ultimate culture, ultimate dog on the roster, pulling Philly's daycare shenanigans like Bryson Stott and Brandon Marsh tonight, pouring water on Tyrese Max. Oh, I
0: saw that. I saw that clip.
1: Like this team, dude, and I don't want to get fully suckered in because we do it every year. We've done it every year with this team and they find a way to stab our hearts out in a brand new way. But this team, they, they feel different than other teams have. And I know it's November. You're really
0: getting it. Yeah, you're really getting it. How I you know start?
1: it's November. But they just, like, this is the most fun I've had watching Sixers basketball at any point since the 2018 season. Like, this is fun basketball. This team is, like, the most likable team in terms of, like, guys on the roster that we've had since 2018, I think. And, you know, from Pat Bev... Tobias Harris is playing some of the best basketball he has in a Sixers uniform to start this year. And mm-hmm. Bede looks like he's having fun. Maxi is just the ultimate vibes, fun, elite player. Um, Kelly Oubre, first and foremost, too. Get well soon, brother. I'm glad things yeah. were not as serious as they could have been. Let's talk a little Kelly Oubre. Yeah. Um, saturday night woge i'm gonna talk about a woge bomb yeah hell uh, of a woge bomb reports that kelly Oubre was struck by a motor vehicleist he didn't use that word he should have that's what happened he was not hit by a car he was hit by somebody driving a car there's a difference he was hit by a motor okay, vehicleist man, yeah you know it's not like a car was just you know launched in the air and it hit kelly Oubre. no somebody was driving that car motor vehicleist hit kelly Oubre. Uh, he was transported to the hospital broken rib bruises on his leg uh cuts scratches that he's gonna have to recover from um and just like right, like you know he, he literally got hit by car like I, yeah, I it. don't it's know it's gonna to... take a, a little bit of a lengthy <laughs> Man, process have to have to recover recover from that yeah could have been way worse thankfully it wasn't. Um, he was discharged last night from the hospital um they'll have a full update in about a week they said to see where he's at I'm broken for him because he was playing arguably the best basketball of his career you know there was there was stat a stat sheet was put out um, by one of those NBA accounts of like just numbers statistics for players this year Kelly Oubre is a top 25 player in the NBA this year based off statistics and really. And, He's on a vet minimum contract. Wow. was playing elite basketball. Was was it going to level out at some point? Sure. Yeah. That's just the NBA. But, like, Kelly Oubre fits the vibes of this team. Um, I, I'm very happy he's here. I, I hope every bit of his recovery is smooth, easy, and successful. Um, and Tyrese Maxey tonight getting interviewed after the game, they asked him, you know, what went into your performance he was like that was all for kelly this fucking team man this fucking
0: team this team is all like feels like it is a little different now that the system has left it feels that the the locker room is a little a lot more close and they have a lot better chemistry just from an outside perspective
1: and i mean like The chemistry, it's so obvious. Like the way the ball moves on the court, I haven't seen the Sixers move the ball like that since Brett Brown was here as the coach, which was Mm -hmm. 2018. You know, he was obviously the coach through the process, but like this team is just playing unreal basketball. Um, Spike Eskin wrote a column for the Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast, um, basically telling Daryl Morey, don't trade for talent. If you're going to make a trade towards the deadline or, or, you know, the rest of this season, if it's going to fuck up the vibes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Alone
1: doesn't win championships. Vibes help win championships to a degree. I mean, they didn't win, but look at the vibes of the Phillies the last two years. Look at the vibes of the Eagles last year and this year. Look at the vibes of the twenty seventeen Eagles who did win a championship. Look at the vibes of the two thousand eight Phillies who won a championship. Uh, two thousand
0: thirteen Red Sox, two thousand four Red Sox. Like vibes cowboy matter. up. Like, vibes yeah.
1: matter. So don't Some might on.
0: argue vibes over talent.
1: Put it on a shirt.
0: I think we know somebody who could do that. So
1: we might have to do that. We might vibes
0: uh, vibes greater than talent. Sixers.
1: I need that shirt so bad now. I'd the wear the shit are out of that. Undefeated at home. They're six and zero at home. Home court advantage kind of matters. Um and they've talked about how they want to win the in season tournament too. Yeah, you want to explain
0: cool. you want to explain the in season tournament to me because I went upstairs on Friday night and Dickie Pitts is up in arms about why the court looks different and why we're not using the parquet and he was like can you explain it to me and i actually verbatim described what you described i think the last time we were on this show about what the in-season tournament is and like the guidelines whatever uh group stage round robin all that all those key terms and he looked me dead in the eye and goes that you you helped me. You did not help me. You did, you didn't help me at all so, with that. Mike, well, that's what I know. So, so
1: the, the TLDR of the in-season tournament that too long didn't read, it's to get fans invested in the NBA before Christmas. That's what it is. They're never going to say that, but that's what it is. That's why it's happening in November because mm-hmm. nobody pays attention to the NBA until Christmas starts. That's when everybody says, oh, that's the unofficial start date for, for basketball. Uh, it's across the board is Christmas Day because you have the Christmas Day lineup. It feels like a big event, yada, yada, yada. The in-season tournament, it tipped off on Friday, November 3rd and goes through Saturday, December 9th. That's when the championship is. These games are still regular season games that count towards your regular season record as well. Your Tuesday It happens on Tuesdays and Fridays. Those games just have an enhanced meaning because they count for your regular season and this in-season tournament. Uh, there's group play that all 30 teams are involved. They they were randomly drawn into groups of five within their conference uh, based on win-loss records from 2022-2023. Right. There's a knockout round, which is eight teams from the group stage will advance. So group stage, basically like uh, if you're a soccer fan, it's like Champions League with everything from the Premier League, Serie A, and everything around Europe. It's mm-hmm. like the World Cup type of situation. There's group stage, you make it out of group stage like if you win your group, you're moving on to the knockout round, so eight teams will advance Uh, the team with the best standing in group play uh, in each of the six groups, so if you win your group, you're advancing to the knockout round, and then there's two wild cards, which is the team from each conference with the best record in group play that finished second in its group so one team from the west, one team from the east that had the best record that didn't win their group you're moving on. Then we have the knockout rounds, which is single elimination. Uh, games in the quarterfinals played in your NBA team's market on Monday, December 4th, and Tuesday, December 5th. And then there's the semifinals and a championship. I think both the semis and the championship are in Las Vegas. Um, the... I want to move through to the end of it here. So the four teams um, that lose in the quarterfinals will each play a regular season game on Friday, December 8th against the opponent in their same conference to keep them playing. Um, And then the... In-season tournament prize pool is allocated to the players on the teams that participate in the knockout rounds with allocations increasing depending on how far uh, a team progresses. I think the winning team, each player, gets a million.
0: So, yeah, it's just all about incentive. That was my next question about incentives. So it's basically just an incentive for the players to make more money, it not went- an incentive for the team?
1: Pretty much. And it's it's okay. a incentive for the league to have – tv ratings and people buy tickets okay. to tuesday and friday games in november and early december okay normally wouldn't
0: okay so it's more of a business win rather than a basketball win
1: yeah and i think it's something that like as it progresses it could turn into something very fun i i think it's very cool um like it do, like it doesn't take away from the nba Oh, yeah, I would agree with all. that. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. And it just makes it so that oh, you know, Tuesdays and Fridays—that's in-season tournament. Could the in-season tournament have a better name? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's cool that like we have these games that have elevated meaning, and you could go on. And the only way you're playing in any extra game is if you make it to the championship. It's one extra game, than your 82 game regular season. Yeah. Um, so I like it. Um, Sixers right now are one and zero in the tournament. Next game is yeah, on Celtics Tuesday, are too. um, so we'll see how that oh, progresses. Geez. Um, I, I think it's cool, and I mean the Sixers are just hooping right now, and it's fun to have fun basketball. Like it's been a while since I've had the feeling of fun basketball with the Sixers. In a long time, um. And, like, the vibes are good. Robert Covington is a Sixer. <laughs> and, uh, if that's that's all that matters. It, it's just, like, fun basketball again. Like, Joel Embiid feels like he's having fun playing basketball. I saw the NBA tweet a stat, too, for Joel's, like, last eight games since the Sixers have gone on this win streak. I'm going to pull it up here because it is pretty insane, like, to see, like, Joel starting out the season like this. Um, Where is it at? Well, this was a crazy stat to me, too. Uh, Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey uh, were the first pair of teammates since 1997, 1998 to each record 25 plus points in the first half.
0: Oh, would it be Kobe and Shaq? Ninety-eight, assume
1: ninety-seven, ninety-eight. They didn't say who it was in the tweet, but that's a long time since that happened. That's long, that is a long time ago. Um, I also want to pull up here. Uh, so yeah, Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid's performance tonight uh, joins. The first uh, duo to do it. Oh, uh, no. So, so they're the fourth pair of teammates to do it in the play-by-play era, which is since 97-98. So that's when the era started. So they're the fourth duo to do it. The first time was 2012. All right. The Houston Rockets, Chandler Parsons, and the system. Oh, it's then so gross. in 2017, Stephen Clay, and then Pascal Siakam and Gary Trent Jr. did it for the Raptors in 2022. Gary
0: Trent Jr. <laughs> 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 that seems like a fake person. Absolutely fake. It feels like a fake. Find
1: this stat. I don't know who posted it. Because it is a crazy, like, Embiid stat for how he has started the season. Like, Joel had 37 points tonight in a game where Tyrese Maxey also had 50.
0: That's crazy. That's crazy. crazy. That's crazy.
1: Uh, Where is this at? It was, like, all of his stats from this season so far in those eight games. I'm going to be so annoyed if I can't find this.
0: I'm I'm with you. I believe in you.
1: Um, let me do NBA on ESPN. They might have posted it, maybe. Nope. I don't know where it's at. Um, let me see. So, Embiid at 37 tonight. Crazy. I mean, next game is against the Pacers on Tuesday, so they'll play them again. Uh, at the Wells Fargo Center, this time in season tournament style. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just good vibes. It's good vibes when your basketball team is winning.
0: Yeah, even better when your football team wins too. That too, that too. Yeah, only, only you know about that.
1: Um, where, maybe it was ESPN stats and info posted. Maybe. That's I a good. Like so determined to find the stat, guys, and I know this makes you horrific. You're, no, you're like
0: so in. I'm just waiting for you to because I I believe that you're gonna find it. Oh
1: It's gonna drive me nuts.
0: You're gonna stop looking for it and then you're gonna find it. I oh, you know
1: that's that's totally going to be what happens, and that's gonna drive me even. Crazier. That
0: would be more insane. <laughs> That would be, that would just be completely on brand. Last eight games. You got it. I believe in you. Come on. Use that old noggin of yours. You're going to find it.
1: Uh, I have it here because I have his stats from tonight. Here we go. So his last here seven games, not including tonight, which tonight Joel finished with 37 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists. Not bad. at the be- So from the beginning of the streak to there, 33 points, 16 rebounds, 2 blocks, 27 points, 10 rebounds, 4 blocks, 48 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. 26 points, 11 rebounds and a block, 28 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists, Jesus. 35 points, 15 rebounds, 6 blocks, 34 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists, and then tonight, 37, 13, and 7. Jesus Christ, dude's on a tear. He is on real Hooper hours.
0: All while James Harden's
1: missing game dying three-pointers.
0: Well and of getting course. Absolutely he is. The, demolished he
1: in the face by the Memphis Grizzlies, who are
0: Ew! You know, they're Ew! They
1: lost to the Grizzlies tonight. 105-001. That's so
0: gross, dude. <laughs> like
1: that's so on brand, too. It's so oh, great. That's incredible. Tobias Harris, 18 points tonight. That's pretty fucking good. That is not bad. For Toby. That's 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 good usage there for uh you know a game where and beat a Maxi combined for 87. It's the same amount and of you're... points that both these teams have in Sunday Night Football. 87 points from those two, and we still put up 137. Wow. Wow. Let's shift to the other team that plays in the Wells Fargo Center. It's brought to you by our pals over at Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. Get your blue light glasses, your sunglasses, because we all subscribe to the notion that you need sunglasses more in the winter than you do in the summer sometimes. Absolutely. So I wear is mine bright as I wear hail. mine every day. Uh, download the Tomahawk shades app, get your sunglasses, your blue light glasses, the ski goggles should be back in stock pretty soon before you know it. Uh, and when you go to check out, you code USP for 25% off your order from our pals at Tomahawk shades. That's Tomahawk shades.com or download the Tomahawk shades app. And use code USP for 25% off your order. Uh, Pitsy the Flyers yesterday. Big 4-2 win over the LA Kings. They beat the Ducks on Friday 6-3. to Yay. Hey. They did the funniest thing ever and allowed the Sharks to snap their uh, their 10 goals given up streak. And lost to the Sharks 2-1. to uh, Because that's oh, wow. what the Flyers do. But two wins in a row. That's big. Big time stuff. Um, Owen Tippett, my guy, he's a stud. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know who Owen Tippett is, he is like the prized prospect that the Flyers got in return from the Florida Panthers when we traded Claude Giroux. Uh, so it's only fitting that the next iteration of the Flyers Ginger Brigade is a superstar. And I'm of a big Owen Tippett guy. Big Bobby Brink guy, and I've always been a Travis Konechny guy, as everybody knows. TK's my dog, but my new my new dogs, my, my pups, if you will, are Owen Tippett and Bobby Brink. Um, they're balling. Flyers in the standings. Not exactly where you'd expect them, I think, right now. Uh, they are tied with the Devils in points and only uh, six points out of first place in the Metropolitan Division. Look at that. Not too bad. Look at that. Who would have thunk? guess waves. What? Positive goal differential.
0: Oh, we love a good positive goal differential. And you here. know who doesn't
1: have a, a positive goal differential? Uh, the Devils. Uh, the Capitals. Negatives. Uh, you know who only has a plus two goal differential? The Carolina Hurricanes. Who do the Flyers play next? The Carolina Hurricanes. hurricanes. We. We'll... I love relaxed, no stakes hockey.
0: No, it's the best. You can just go out there and play. Like, no expectations. Like, mm. for
1: you and the Bruins, there's expectations there. Well, yeah, Especially year, after right. the letdown that you guys went through last oh, year. Oh,
0: last year. That was ridiculous. ridiculous. So there's
1: expectation there. So it's like a different, like, type of entertainment for you. Mm-hmm. With Flyers, there's no stakes. There's no expectation. And it is one of the coolest experiences of a sports fandom that you can have. Because it's not it, – it is a rebuild – to a degree. But like there's talent on the team. It's not like they tore it all the way down no. and have nothing to to put out there. They have talent on this team. They'll recoup talent at the trade deadline when they more than likely trade Cam Atkinson if they're out of it. But this team is you can just sit back, relax and whatever happens, you can have a good laugh or it's like holy shit, they're playing really well. Yeah. That's
0: the best place to be in if you're the Flyers right and now. And I That'd love that
1: Morgan Frost Flipped the double bird torts after torts was like not playing him for whatever godforsaken reason. Like Morgan Frost is ultimate hockey name. First of all, that is second of great all, hockey he's name. good. And he is, he's like a volume shooter in the NBA. Morgan Frost is a volume skater in hockey. Like the more he's out there, the better he's going to be. He needs to be out there the other night scored two goals. Look at that. Play the kids. Look at kids. Just
0: some motherfucking kids.
1: Think of the kids. Just um, some motherfucking kids. But Morgan Frost was like, yeah, you're not taking me out of the lineup anymore. Scored two goals, looked good. Um, that's the fun part about this Flyers team. Like, I am thoroughly enjoying hockey from a distance. I'm not, like, locked in and full-blown, you know, sitting down for 60 minutes plus intermissions to watch the Flyers. But, like, I'm tuning in here and there. If they're on, I'll flip them on and watch and enjoy it. I'm looking at highlights on, on the tweet machine. But like that's fun. Like to be able to just kind of sit back and relax and like not have to worry. No is really cool for the first time with this flyer scene in my lifetime.
0: Would like that, but can't can't be doing that up in Beantown. So I Thanks. envy you.
1: You, you got the big B's doing their thing first place. Well, they're
0: crushing it. I don't have to worry because they're good. That's a difference. I don't have to worry because there's a good hockey team that you know are going to crush through the regular season. We have to worry once April comes around.
1: I saw um, an interesting take Ryan Whitney had about when you can kind of tell who's a contender and who's a pretender in hockey. It's very early. He said, you'll know if a team's in the mix and, like, ready for the season by Thanksgiving. Really? like, That's "That's really early. That's when you'll know, like, how the playoffs are kind of going to shake out. He said, you know, you'll have a team or two here in each uh, conference and each division that sneaks in or, you know, gets hot at a certain time and and makes their way in. But by Thanksgiving, the way the standings kind of look is how it'll become playoff time. So I think... What we'll do is we'll test the theory. We'll we'll test this theory. It'll be a running theory. The shout out Ryan Whitney. Um, We'll see who's where in the standings in each division and each conference on Thanksgiving, and then look at it at the end of the regular season, and see what correlates and what doesn't.
0: I'm all in for that experiment. I think that'd be really
1: interesting. Um. So, yeah, Flyers doing their thing. Next game is on the road. Yeah, they're on the road Wednesday against the Hurricanes uh, before they come back home on the 18th Saturday day game against the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, They have a back-to-back. They're also home on Sunday, November 19th against the Blue Jackets. Um, Black Friday hockey, too. I love that.
0: Oh, we love some good Black Friday hockey. Right after Thanksgiving. Black Friday,
1: 1 o'clock. Oh, that sounds great. At the far, Flyers Rangers. Well, that should be a good game. Is it weird? Does it feel like the Flyers should have been an original six team? Oh, I thought they were. No. It was the Bruins, the Red Wings, Blackhawks, Canadians. And Red Wings. I said them. Who's the sixth team that I'm missing?
0: Bruins, Maple Leafs, Blackhawks, Red Wings, Canadians. Rangers? That's six.
1: Yeah, that's who I was forgetting. It was the Rangers, and I just said them.
0: <laughs> yeah, Rangers. Yeah, that's six. Canadians,
1: Maple Leafs, Bruins, Blackhawks, Red Wings, Rangers. It feels like For the Flyers the- are one of those teams, though. What would they be seven, do you think? Well the Flyers didn't come into the league till late. Like when? Can you can I want you to try and guess when the Flyers were founded?
0: Nineteen seventy-six.
1: They won a Stanley Cup that year.
0: Okay, so nineteen
1: sixty-nine. Um so the Flyers came into the NHL. In 1967. All right,
0: pretty close. And
1: then they won. Uh, or I'm sorry, they didn't win in 76. They won 73-74 and then 74-75. Okay. They went back to back and then we haven't won since. Yikes. That's came close. Should have beat the Blackhawks in 2010.
0: Was that after you Yankees us? Yankees
1: us? That's tough. That was a good time. I remember where. Yeah, once that. that was one of the more visual hockey memories that I have.
0: Oh, when Simone Gagne
1: scored that fucking nuclear missile of a goal. That's another flyer I hate. <laughs> Is Simone Gagne. I, I hate love him. Simone Gagne. He was of like childhood you know. hero hockey player. No, was childhood enemy. Him yeah, you and know was, you know was coming back for the Flyers uh, alumni classic jeremy roenick no uh (laughs) mike richards oh really the cocaine bear he's got to promote the movie (laughs) came out last year
0: (laughs) yeah there was a strike he couldn't he couldn't promote it he's lost this
1: some promotion time he's got to make up i was stunned to see that (laughs) mike richards is making his return to a flyers event that is Um, pretty funny flyers are fun man i love fun flyers we do. I really want to get some flyers on this show. It'd Be so fun. Hmm. Hockey got hockey guys feel like they they like just from my lacrosse background at least like feel Oh, like they're, they're much
0: more toned down than lacrosse for they're... sure.
1: But I feel like when you get them in a comfortable situation, oh, they're the best. They're like slinging it like oh, they are so the
0: fun. fucking best. Hanging out with hockey guys at school, you they just are the most down to earth people. Once you treat them like a human mm-hmm. and not like this larger than life celeb on campus. They're just normal dudes. You're and some of the all. funniest Prisky? Yeah. I love Prisky. Him. Uh I mean Devontae's like, uh, Stanley Cup winner. Yeah, fuck uh, the <laughs> He's on the no, Avalanche. Is he he might be on the Blackhawks now? I even didn't he
1: win one with the Blackhawks? So? No,
0: Avalanche. Taz is on the Avalanche. And then Cliffy. I'm thinking
1: of somebody else.
0: Yeah, you are. And then my boy Cliffy up in Buffalo right now.
1: Cliffy sounds like a Nick Jr character.
0: It does. It sounds like Bluey's best friend.
1: Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The, the Bluey theme song is one of the most catchy theme songs of a generation that's got to be sent to me i i don't think i've heard it so i got to remember here at 1 minute and 31 seconds i need to mute the youtube okay blue here, here, here. It's better. The banger
0: that is, that does slap. I I get down with that. That
1: harmonica slaps.
0: Harmonica, very under underappreciated instrument.
1: So good. Shout out to Bluey. Um, let's get to brink bonk bump. Brought to you by our pals over at Foco. Guys, you saw me wearing the Phillies overalls, all red October. The birds are looking good, and guess what? They've got plaid eagles. Um, overalls that you can get it. they're beautiful they look amazing go get them i might have to get them because those overalls are so gosh dang comfy it's unbelievable click the link in the description get your overalls get your collectibles everything you can think of apparel Foco's got it. pits i was uh perusing their website you know how you and I both love vintage-looking, like, 90s, late 80s the best. Uh, sports shirts? The best. They've got them. Okay. They've got them. With the football helmet on them, they look so clean. I, I need them oh. all. I need, And they're white, so my thought, get one that's white, and then get one to tie-dye. Oh, a tie-dye, yeah. 5 don't know how
0: get to tie Get a black and gray tie-dye. tie-dye.
1: Going on mm. with a, with the Eagles helmet. It's
0: mint. Good.
1: It'll be minty. Night. It'll be minty fresh. Shout out to the homies over at Foco. Uh for Brink Bunk Bump Pitsy. It was quite the week. Uh in one category here. Um, but your brink of the week. And if you're new to the pod. Brink, Bunk, Bump is the equivalent to Fuck, Mary Kill, just uh, using Flyer's prospect names. Bobby Brink, Oliver Bump, and uh, Oliver Bonk, I'm sorry, and I'm forgetting who Bump is. Um, I will look that up, but basically Brink means who was money that week, who was the, sh- the star of the week. Bonk, kind of obvious, who was horny on name. Uh And then Bump is Who needs to sit down, have a seat, ride the bump, and and take a chill pill? Gotta relax. Um, So, Pitsy, who was your Alex Bump? Is Mm. Um, so it's Bobby Brink, Oliver Bonk, Alex Bump. Uh, Dream guests, all three of them. All three for obvious reasons. And you know this segment has awesome approval because I told. Former Underground Sports Philadelphia employee and always friend of the program, Brooke Destra, about it, and she was like, that's amazing.
0: <laughs> the peeps love it. The peeps love our content.
1: Uh, so, Pitsy, last week, your brink was Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. Who's following Logan's footsteps and taking home the brink of the week?
0: The CW Network. The C, yep, because Kyle, the CW network just made a deal with WWE to bring NXT, the AAA program for any WWE fans, to that network to be broadcasted on, taking it away from USA, and it's a multi million dollar deal, whatnot. But most importantly, it brings wrestling back to CW which a lot of people remember CW as UPN and Smackdown was on UPN during its heyday. So now we're bringing it back. We're getting it back on cable television, bigger audience to attest to. Um, And it just hammer homes, hammers home. My point that wrestling is so fucking back that I'm trying to get everyone on the wave now so that you don't look like a bandwagon fan in a few years when it's already back and popular. Just saying. Especially with it coming to Philly, we had Charlotte Flair ringing the bell.
1: I mean, woo! My brink of the week. It's got to be tonight. Tyrese Maxey, man. He's been real hooper hours all year long he's just continued to take steps forward to be that guy he's got that dog in him Tyrese Maxey is my brink he has been money and to put up a 50 burger to start off the week is a beautiful thing uh Pitsy we got a lot of nominees should we go through the nominees alone I think is one of the nominees I think
0: would be and the other is just another wrestling one so go through it
1: so the nominees this week for bonk of the week we ran it back Timberwolves Brazil once again nominee coming up the rear pause <laughs> <laughs> you just made the list <laughs> you just made the list <laughs> uh moving right along here uh bill belichick was a nominee for bonk of the week getting caught on the ring cam doing a walk of shame uh also on bonk of the week the atlanta hawks official twitter account the official keep them on the official they had a yellow check mark Uh, only Hawks fans know where the real action is, eyeball emoji, and then there's a link, and the Atlanta Hawks mascot just being sultry and seductive in a bed, um, yeah, horny. Um, also horny, (laughs) the Twitter user, oh no, oh, here it is, uh, at N-E-V-I-S-X-O, Simply because they saved the image that Kira at Kira won't miss on Twitter, who has the Danny Phantom uh, Twitter, Abby, everybody who said whoever made that A.I. generated image of Oscar the Grouch blowing Taylor Swift back on a pile of garbage is going to hell Uh, that Nevis XO saved the photo and tweeted it as a response to Kira. Why did you save that photo in your phone, pal? exponential levels of horny we're not done with nominees this week this was a horny week this online was so horny. uh to and chad johnson on instagram live That's reminiscing live. about a 17 woman 12 hour orgy that they had together uh we also have a nominee I want to say this was a college football game. I don't remember what game, but there was a guy in the stands who had a jersey. Uh, this was also go under the file of guys being dudes. Number 69, nameplate Thundercock. <laughs>
0: i don't care how old i am that is funny (laughs) every time just the 69 i love boobs thundercock just any just horny name like that on the back of a jersey just always plays
1: now pitts i gotta ask because this would be the first time this has happened so we gotta set a precedent if a horny nominee in the bonk category gets community does it still is it still eligible I mean, community noted like you know how on Twitter the community notes show up to show you if like if something's not legit people can submit community notes on it and tell oh. you what it actually is. So one uh, of the nominees got I community. I would say
0: right? it's it's dep- It has to depend on like if the community knows like this story is false then no it's gone. But like so, if the community note is like this picture is not for work or something then no it stays. It was a
1: security camera of a guy with a baseball bat and a ski mask breaking into a store to steal a sex doll, to which was brought oh. to the timeline on the four U page of Kira saying, do you know how criminally horny you have to be to do this shit? <sighs> it got community noted and said, misleading. It's a mannequin, not a sex doll. No, even worse. That's even worse. If you were
0: stealing a mannequin, a sex doll is one thing. We're like, okay, haha, ha, mannequin, that's, that is like, dark horny i i i think it plays still nominated it's still nominated and we just because that that's a different type of horny i don't want to know
1: uh and then the last nominee uh is a weird horny the tiktok edit of the mailman of the utah jazz with jen or Oh oh they always want to fuck the 15 year old oh jesus christ
0: they just put the mailman on blast that 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 tweet
1: prompt though is hilarious because you will find so many funny tiktok edits from that for anybody that's not familiar uh kofi who's a hilarious twitter follow uh tweeted Uh, last week. TikTok is great because you can just be scrolling and then get shown Ben Wallace MF Doom highlights. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, it's so true. And the amount of quote tweets and responses of different like absurd NBA athletes with hilarious music compilations. The best one though is the guy Kelly Oubre. Someone did his when he was with the Suns. There's an Instagram live of him saying, all right, let's go. And he starts seeing I write sins, not tragedies by Panic at the Disco. Oh, yeah, 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 And then it shifts into Panic at the Disco over his highlights. It That's goes hard. It, it goes hard. I need to watch that. I need to watch that one. It goes hard. I will send it to you after we finish recording because it goes hard in the paint. Um, Pitsy, your bonk of the week, though, is uh, the former Bengals receivers. It Tino was, but no,
0: I, 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 yeah, if we're going to go strictly off nominees, uh, I'll go that one because dude, that's 12 hours. I mean, uh, that, that's wild. And to publicly talk about dude, that is publicly crazy. talk about it <laughs> on Instagram like, live, like it's the Geneva convention. is a thing out of left field.
1: I Wanna be in the room where it happened The room where it happened
0: (laughs) Discussing Discussing that ass like it's the Council of Trent
1: Mr. Terrell, sir (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Mr Burr, sir cinco, sir oh my god dude that's my pick
1: oh that's that's easily my pick it's the first and ten commandments yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: no eye contact with your best bro number two from the route
1: <laughs> number three <laughs> bro oh we are absurd
0: <laughs> i'm fucking
1: i'm dead oh, too this is my favorite that's hilarious uh my bonk is uh we had a lot of nominees this <laughs> week i got to what I gotta numbers. tell you, it's a it's a tough it's a tough week to be nominated for Punk of the Week, uh. But I think it's gotta go to Taylor Swift Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> I still haven't Nevis, seen it, and I like Nevis don't Echo. want to say that I do. Oh, brother, <laughs> you shouldn't have said that.
0: <laughs> I like, like, I yeah, I think I should have just. Are you saying to me now so we can oh, get a yeah. live react? Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Because it's absurd. <laughs> to which I'm sending you the next image that is underneath this response of it. That said, they should have never given y'all AI. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> Wait. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Whoa. whoa, whoa. <laughs> his eyes are bugging way too high <laughs> like i <laughs> i can't just, believe dude, i'm looking on at it. all his trash
1: <laughs> like, what are we
0: doing that was just that was so much the that follow-up was... image did you see?
1: yeah dude that's
0: my reaction
1: <laughs> just, <laughs> that caption said they should have never given y'all ai <laughs> bro i'm sending this to my i'm sending this to my group chat just no comment <laughs> just no comment just just throw it out there and just see what i get yeah at nevis xl welcome to the bonk club pal welcome to the bonk club <laughs> um Pitsy, your bump of the week who who needs to take a seat who's got to ride the bump
0: Dude, my sinus infection is killing me. All right, my nose is, needs to take a seat. I mean, if you've already nose. seen I mean, if you've already seen I've been blowing my nose this episode. I was out on the sales call this week and my nose just constantly running like whatever, like I I got to go get it checked out.
1: Yeah, it will catch it. So I
0: I, I <laughs> So I had to go <laughs> it was, so I had to go to urgent care. And I'm like, yeah, like my nose, like it just has been the same for like a week and a half. Like, you know, like do you see someone there? They go, all right, well, it's going to be a two hour wait. I went F all that. I put in my name for a reservation because apparently you don't you, you make reservations at the doctor's office now uh, similar to dinner for the next day. So I went home, slept for a bajillion Tapper hours. Tapper sparkling. <laughs> that, that's that's <laughs> what they treat you with in the lobby. And then I had to go back the next day. Went and got it checked out and was in and out. That's what I actually love about urgent care. I was in and out like 15 minutes after I took an hour and a half nap in the lobby, and then I come home and I've just been on medicine, haven't been doing anything all week. And uh, it would have been a nice weekend to go out, but we're, we're stuck
1: inside. My bump is uh, distracted drivers, um, they need to take a seat and not be driving distracted because the fact that we had a six foot seven. Human get hit by a distracted driver is crazy. It is driving is like at an all time high. We don't prioritize it. Um, you know things could have been way worse. Thankfully, they weren't. Um, like Kelly Uber has got a young daughter. Like that's crazy to like think of what could have happened. Yeah. Um, so distracted driving, get your shit together. Like consequences are extremely high you're operating a motor vehicle pay attention to what you're doing distracted drivers you get my bump of the week so to recap the brink pits is the cw network his bonk to and ocho and his bump his own nose got your nose (laughs) mother nature got my nose man my Brink is Tyrese Maxey. My Bonk is at NevisXO on the Tweet Machine. And then my Bump is Distracted Driving. And Pitsy, uh, I thought of a good way for us to wrap up episodes.
0: Nice, okay. We,
1: we We've got this fancy little wheel in the studio now. We do. I think we start a Google Sheet. We spin the wheel at the end of every show. We keep track of the wheel color that gets spun see how many times it gets spun and uh if, how many times you predict the color
0: oh okay okay i got you so, so we have to we'll predict, keep track of okay. what
1: color it is how many times it has been spun and then how yeah. many times you've gotten it correctly okay um so i'm gonna make a colors uh tab and then Hits guess tab and a date tab. Alright. So the colors on the wheel. I'm going to record this because we're gonna do it bootleg because this is on the fly. We didn't talk about doing this at I all. I love
0: I love on the fly segments like
1: this. Um we'll have a better setup for the wheel in the future. Um <laughs> Sorry, I just said that. I'm just like the Oscar of the grouch thing again. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times we talked about Oscar the Grouch. The dude,
0: Oscar the Grouch should just be a guess at this point. Um, no, I sent it to my friend Martina, and she's going to wake up to that text in the morning. And wake I me up. I, can, I cannot wait for that.
1: <laughs> Talk about the blank space. Um, um.
0: <laughs> Pittsburgh.
1: For everybody at home, uh, if you're just listening, recommend watching on the youtube uh the color selections on this wheel red blue green yellow uh violet and like a magenta purple okay so Pitsy, your first color selection in show history going green going my favorite color Pitsy's selection is green it is blue Blue is the color. Damn it! Um, would you pick? I did not pick because I was
0: oh. spinning. Oh, totally should we biased. do? Should
1: I also be picking?
0: I th- I thought you were gonna pick too, but I'll just do it. That's okay. Fine.
1: We'll, we'll we'll nullify. We'll nullify that one. That one doesn't. Get- <coughs> like I said, we're doing this on the fly.
0: Want you? I want you. I'll to will have a pick as well. Yeah, the champ needs to include all his peeps.
1: You're right. I, I miscalculated that. Okay. We'll restart. That one. That was just a test. I'm still going that green. Was a test, that was a test run. Test run. So, Pitsy, your color selection. I'm going green again. I am going to go. I'm going to go red. All right. So, green and red. Here is the official first spin. Oh my god, I thought I was going to get it. It landed on magenta. Magenta is the first one. All right. So magenta is the first one. Pitsy picked green. I picked red. Today's pod date is 11-13-2023. The actual color was magenta. And there it is. I feel like this will be a fun little bit that we can do. I hope it is uh that's all we got for you guys on this one make sure you're following us on the socials at underground phi twitter instagram tiktok threads facebook.com slash underground sports phi uh twitch.tv slash underground sports phi i also figured out my internet issues nice which is gonna cost me 200 dollars. but shout out to bill from xfinity for giving me the right rundown of what we need to fix our internet here um we're going to have hardwired internet soon, Pitts. Oh, that's huge. Hardwired in the studio. Um, shout out to Bill from Xfinity. Uh, no free shout outs. But follow us on the socials. Follow Pittsy on Twitter at pat underscore Pitts. Follow me at KBIZZL311. Subscribe to the pod feed on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. We are currently, as of this recording, at 625 subscribers, 75 more. We got a subscriber during the recording. That's what matters. It's Uh, It's huge. Go subscribe. Let's get to 700 before Thanksgiving. Let's make that happen. That's the dream. That's the goal. Help us reach our goals. When we reach goals, you guys also reach goals. And we aren't able to do this stuff without you guys. So go subscribe if you aren't subscribed already. Uh, Get your merch, phiapparel.co, code underground for 10% off your order. And this podcast is presented by the City of Vineland. And whether you're a company looking to expand, relocate, or you're a new business startup, selecting the right location is critical to your success. Vineland, New Jersey offers both an affordable business location and an excellent quality of life. The city's economic development department is a one-stop source for moving your project through the development and approval process. And their goal is to make this process as smooth as possible and to provide the fastest turnaround times in the region. If you're considering potential locations for your operation, contact the Vineland Economic Development Team at 856-794-4100. That's 856 794 Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie, incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. Big week coming up. Shout out to the fighting clan of Vineland as well. The football team got another game on Thursday against the school formerly known as Woodrow Wilson, now known as Camden East. Get a dub there. The worst we can finish is at 500, or we can finish above 500, in our co-worker slash uh, podcast host, Coach Guzman's uh, first year as head coach. So let's get it done, boys. Thursday night at Patone Stadium. Let's go. New Guzman's Gridiron coming out this week as well. This has been episode number 585 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. For Pitsy, I'm KB. We're getting the heck up out of here, and we are signing off. Peace.